Everyone, welcome to another episode of Anyways Back to the Godfather. Uh, we are back at it with another movie episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's been too long. <laughs> so I got a book for a Christmas exchange that has like six pictures of scenes in a film that if you've seen it, like that's the only way that you'd be able to recognize it kind of like they're obscure enough that it's like not super obvious so it kind of gave us this idea of like oh we should try and do six things and see if you can guess the movie so we'll probably will return to this format at some time but this edition is the location zoom so we'll either be going oh i meant to look it up viewers i'm sure viewers (laughs) we are now a (laughs) A visual oh that's that's concerning (laughs) i know especially my epic closet lighting um, but there's like a uh, a video. I feel like it was pretty popular in the '80s. Question mark of zooming out into like the galaxies and, and going really far, and then going back in and zooming and going into the the microverse and seeing all the, like how the cells are made up. And it's like this this big thing. Any t- any time I feel like we talked about it in French when it was like, "Hey, you guys remember this?" And we all were like. No. <laughs> and it made my professor feel really old. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, so we're doing that where we'll either be starting really large and going really small or starting small and going big. In case, like, we're going to let you all participate as well and see if you can guess them before we give the answer away. So I think with each location we do, whoever is guessing will write down their guess and then by the end hopefully they'll have it'll be pretty obvious but like you'll see how soon you can get it does that make sense mm-hmm. okay do you want to go first i feel like i'm always going first sure okay ready yeah one a kitchen okay two a restaurant okay three nearby a house on a hill oh dear <laughs> hmm um house on a hill okay a three days journey away from the palace oh no i feel like this should be so obvious what oh okay okay Mm. nearby a jungle oh my gosh what okay i don't know if three days is oh 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 okay maybe maybe not okay go ahead Last one. All the way zoomed out. Peru. Oh! (laughs) That's genius! I'm such an idiot. Okay. Well, I did not get it until the last one, but my guess is Emperor's New Groove. Yes, well, technically it was Kronk's New Groove. (laughs) (laughs) Fail. Because the kitchen is, like, more of the central place in Kronk's New Groove. Okay, but it also was featured in Emperor's New Groove. You're right, you're right. My it's the same through, setting. I'll walk you through my um <laughs> my very very wrong answers. <laughs> <laughs> Kitchen, I guess Ratatouille. Kitchen yeah. in a restaurant, I guess Godfather. Nearby a house on a hill, I was really blinking, so I just went with Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> three days <That> spooky. <laughs> three days journey. For some reason, I was like, she's doing Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Which makes no sense. (laughs) Then a jungle. I was like, must be spirited away because you know all the jungles that exist in Japan. Oh my gosh. So that was real rough for me. (laughs) Okay, Emperor's New Groove. No, Kronk's New Groove. Kronk's New Groove, that's right. Did not get it. Okay. Well, you did. We're giving it to you, but I want the audience to know specifically Kronk's New Groove. I'll, I'll get a half point. All right, you ready for this one? Yeah. Okay, we start in Earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> Earth. Okay. Ready. America. 
Okay. New York City. Okay. Brooklyn. Okay. Sal's Pizzeria. <gasps> okay. And the last zoom all the way into the inside of a boombox. <laughs> oh, I thought I was going to be Alpacino's photo. <laughs> all right, what's your final guess? Do the right thing. You're correct. All right, walk us through your guesses. Number one, I said Atlantis. <laughs> and then I said Fido Goes West, <laughs> which we haven't even seen. And it's Fifel, not Fido. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said The Godfather mm-hmm. for New York City. And then I said Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse for Brooklyn. Ooh. Because I was, I was thinking of doing that one. Yeah, then Sal's gave it away. See, again, your amazing ability to remember names, because I was like, I don't remember the name Sal's. At first, I thought about I just doing Sal. a pizzeria, but... All right. Okay, okay I'll, do, I'll do a zoom in now. Okay. One, Europe. <laughs> I know you didn't do that, but I just have to write it down. Two, England. Ooh. If you did this, I'll be a little bit upset. Okay. Three. A farm. (laughs) Okay. Four. A house on the farm. (laughs) Okay. Five. A couch. In the house. On the farm. In England. In Europe. (laughs) Okay. Six. This isn't a location. A <laughs> uh, farmer dancing. Four. Do you need the last detail? Sure. A pig. Okay. My guess is babe. Yeah, good job. I got it on number three on a good farm. Good job. In a England. farm in England. <laughs> but then I changed it on number five because I was like, what if she did Sean the sheep and really threw me for loop? Oh, man. <laughs> So that farmer dancing for a pig was really what clinched the deal. Uh, for Europe, I said Anastasia, which again I didn't think you would do, but oh wow, England does was Russia. Does Russia count as Europe? Yeah, half of it's in Europe, half of it's in Asia. Okay. Uh, England, I said Shakespeare in Love. I was gonna be really upset oh! about that. <laughs> what a good one. And then farm was Babe, house was Babe, couch was Sean the Sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Or went back to babe. Oh, when babe is sick. Okay, this one is maybe not super fair, but I don't expect you to remember the name of it. I'll just say that. Okay, here it's we go. It's Hedgehog in the Fog. It's Hedgehog in the Fog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that so much. I need to watch it again. Um. Okay, ready? Here's yeah. here's a big hint from the very get go. A black and white city. Okay. Near a loony scientist's house. Okay. Near a walled area of land. Mm. Next is in the cemetery. Oh, okay. Number five is in a grave. Okay. And number six is under a white cloth. And I can give you an extra detail if you need. I think I... Is it that Laurel and Hardy movie? It is! I'm so proud of you! Habeas Corpus. Yeah. I'm so proud. I got it on number four when you said a graveyard. Oh, I'm so proud of you, too. Because you've only seen that once. Yeah. But it left quite an impression. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. I was going to say the... A turtle sporting a, a candle... I do not remember that. <laughs> it just like how he, I think Laurel sets a candlestick <laughs> on a turtle and so it moves. And he just walks away. <laughs> and it like catches something on fire and then that's why he runs around with his oh sheep. Oh my gosh, he's the cutest <laughs> man in the entire world. I just love his little face. 
Okay, I'll tell you what I guess. First was Metropolis. Ooh. Next was Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Oh my gosh, I love that. And then I wrote Borscht, because I can't remember what that <laughs> full of Borscht um, movies. <laughs> Bat- Battleship. Battleship Potemkin. Yeah. And then I said Lauren Hardy. Well done. All right. Oh, it's my turn? Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'll do a zoom out. Ready? Number one. A cupboard. Indian in the cupboard. <laughs> my favorite movie. <laughs> I really started to write it down as my guess. <laughs> okay. You can't um, take it back now. <laughs> okay. A workshop. Okay. In the vicinity of a toy store. I keep thinking of that book, that your special book. I can't get out, like, <laughs> escape those images. The workshop. <laughs> Eli. <laughs> So impressed you just pulled that out. <laughs> okay. I know that's not a thing, but I can't think of anything else. Okay, I'm ready. Nearby a CD bar. Oh! <laughs> There's only one CD bar in all the cinema. <laughs> Dang it, that's so dumb. It's such a good one. How come I didn't get this? Then number five. Nearby Maustum Palace. <laughs> I looked that one up. I didn't know what it's called. Oh my. I love this so much. And then number six, England. Is it the Great Mouse Detective? Yeah! Yay! Oh my gosh, that was so good. <laughs> Covered at the very beginning. Where Olivia gets hiding in it. Yes. Oh, so good. Cupboard, I said E.T., which doesn't make a lot of sense, but <laughs> the workshop, which these next two, I was like, this is absolutely wrong, but Shrek 2, because ah! it still exists in my memory. Toy Store, I was like, babes in Toyland, Lauren saw Oh my gosh. Going for the deep cut. <laughs> all the evil in the world in the bottle is stored. <laughs> I would have chosen the jail or something in that one. Or the bowling ball. Mm, Barnaby's bowling ball palace. <laughs> what a great film. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Seat bar. Cute. I almost just said the title of this movie. <laughs> Alright. Yes, yes, yes. Number one is a red truck. Hmm. Are you in- zooming in or out? Inside a red truck, I should say. I'm zooming out. Okay. In a junkyard. Okay. In a clearing. Okay. In a large forest. Okay. On the North Island. Island? Don't worry, you're gonna get this one. Of New Zealand. Oh, okay. Except now I don't remember. Now it is, yeah, now I remember what it was called okay hunt for the wilder people yes i was like what island (laughs) um first i said toy story even though the pizza planet truck is not red (laughs) it has some red on it i guess and then i said iron giant oh my (laughs) that's in a junkyard and then i said the brave toaster (laughs) (laughs) so much regret for not doing that And I said Iron Giant again, and then I said, huh? One, two, three, four. <laughs> for five. I think I was still trying, thinking of the Iron Giant, and then Hunt for the Little People. I was hard. I wanted to say the bush instead of large forest, but that would be really obvious. Yeah. <laughs> That's too specific to the location. <laughs> well done. That one was tricky. Okay. Now I'm going to zoom in. Okay. Some of these are kind of cheap. <laughs> One, the Americas. Ooh, plural. Two? Okay, both my favorite Canadian film. Wait, I haven't guessed yet. <laughs> I'm obviously going to get it from this first clue. <laughs> um, okay, got it. Two, South America. Three, Bolivia. Oh. <gasps> Dang it, what's it called? Okay. 
Okay. Nearby a bank. Oh. Next to a small Bolivian cafe. I think. <laughs> In a building surrounded by the army. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you say, let's go to Bolivia, is it Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Yay! Good one, good one. I said, for the Americas, I said Roma. South America, I said mm-hmm. up. And then mm-hmm. Bolivia. The, because really? I, in my head, I was like, I have no idea. And then that quote came to my head, and I was like, that is literally the only movie that references <laughs> Bolivia that I know of. <laughs> I know, I had to look it up, because I didn't remember which country it was. It? And it's only because it always shows up in my quote calendar. <laughs> oh, lucky quote calendar. Okay, here's mine. I'm also zooming in. We're starting in the western United States. Oh, I have to guess. Okay, I have a good guess. <laughs> zooming into California. Oh, dang it. <laughs> okay. Zooming into Los Angeles. Okay. Zooming onto a famous street. Okay. Zooming into a mansion. Yep. Zooming into a pool. Yeah. Okay. Sunset Boulevard. Correct. <laughs> my guesses were Home on the Range. Oh my gosh. Then <laughs> E.T. two times. <laughs> and then Sunset Boulevard. I should have said number four. Um, Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Okay. okay. <laughs> this one might be pretty easy. Okay. Number one, a kitchen. Again. Ooh. Ye old kitchen clues. Do I go with Ratatouille again, though? Okay, got it. Number two, a boulder. A boulder? Yeah. The kitchen's inside the boulder? Or the boulder's yeah. inside the kitchen? Nope. The We're heck? zooming out. We're zooming out. Okay. Okay. A swamp. Oh, okay. Okay. In the forest. Mm-hmm. Nearby a castle. Ooh. Okay. In far, far away. Oh, no. Okay. Just say... The kingdom of Far, Far okay, Away. Okay, okay, okay. My guess is Shrek 2. Shrek. It's Shrek. Shrek, one. okay. <laughs> Shrek the first. I'm going to give another half point for myself. Oh my gosh. I'm just so committed to that. Shrek, Shrek 2. two. <laughs> I really should have gotten it with Swamp, but... I know. I guess he technically... I don't know if he lives in a boulder or not, but I just thought when Donkey says, that is a nice boulder, it's because... He had offended Shrek's house or something. I think it, he just sees a boulder, but like it's like a rocky house. I'll get it to you. Yeah. I'm a Shrek expert, so. Um, kitchen, I me? said Little Mermaid. The boulder, I said Planet of the Apes because I could just not figure <laughs> out what was happening. Swamp, I said The Rescuers because I was thinking Aww. of like that little yeah, yeah, the yeah. alcoholic. <laughs> Oh, and where Ethan lives. Yes. And then the forest, I was like, still tracks? And then he said castle, and I was like... Not anymore. (laughs) I said swan princess. And then far, far away. Shrek. All right. Inside a wrapped box. In a living room. Uh Uh-huh. In a two-story house. Uh Uh-huh. On Main Street. Mm, maybe. Near a library and an ice cream parlor. Okay. In Elwood City. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do Arthur sometime! <laughs> I thought when you said Junkyard, I was like, that's not a movie. <laughs> Arthur's Christmas. Um, false. It's Arthur's perfect Christmas. Half point. <laughs> Oh, frick. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, what were your guesses? 
Lady and the Tramp for all of them, except for the last one. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Near a library and an ice cream parlor. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's probably a library and an ice cream parlor. <laughs> okay, it's time for our sponsor story. This episode is sponsored by the Outback Steakhouse. Oh boy. <laughs> In... Orem Provo, <laughs> that weird stretch of land that's technically just in between the both. Provo, but whatever. Yeah, I don't think I've ever eaten at Outback Steakhouse before. I've eaten at Texas Roadhouse. I think you really wanted to go to Outback Steakhouse, though. Yeah, because it's us. It's Australian themed. That's right. There was a time when I would say you're you're still pretty obsessed with Australia, but maybe a little less. Like as all obsessions fade, yeah, less of a main focus. But there was a time when Lauren was just very obsessed with all things Australian, and so <clears throat> I think it was 2019. Uh, we kept trying to go, and it just never really worked out. And then I don't really remember the like why we had this free day that we were able to go. We it was our. Like our last full day in Provo. That's right. right. Wasn't it our big? We wanted to do all of our favorite things before we moved away. Yes, that's right. We had to move out of our apartment. <laughs> and so, yeah, I feel like if there were other things that we had done that day. We kind of showed up at a weird hour because it was like, we don't have a reservation, so we just need to walk in. And we went, and I remember being like, Lauren, I think they're closed because, like, people are leaving. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, that wasn't the case. The whole restaurant was empty, but they put us in the boathouse, which was just this weird offshoot of the restaurant. It seemed like something we had added on later. Yeah, it had this, like, sloped roof and weird vibes, like, and they just, like, put us in the very corner, even though the whole <laughs> place was empty. Like, and I feel like it was, like, four o'clock. It wasn't even... yeah that close to like a dinner rush or anything like that anyway it just we had like been building up our visit to outback steakhouse for so long and just the weirdest things kept happening and then they had like another like this couple come in it's a smaller area but it's still pretty big and they seated us like the couple like only one table over i don't know they just felt really like, close right next to us yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> who's making these table arrangements <laughs> And then the only other, like, it was, like, decent. I don't remember being wowed by it. And I think our my vision of it is tainted just because of, like, being yeah, our guest. guest. Yeah. But... Real filet mignon. <laughs> I think, I remember you being like, this is really, really good. And I was like, okay, yeah, it's, it's good. But at this time, we were also obsessed with Alanis Morissette's Isn't It Ironic? There's a line in it that... It's about a black fly in your Chardonnay. And there was like this fly that just kept buzzing around our food. And I think it ended up in your drink at one point or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I have this memory of just the fly like on top of being right next to this couple in a very empty hallway of a restaurant that was also <laughs> empty. <laughs> there was no reason for us to be shunted to the boathouse. So... I still put my hand over my heart every time I I would drive past it because it just was kind of this symbolic culmination of like things we were so excited about and then like huh that was <laughs> that was a very different experience than we were expecting but like good memes <laughs> and we wanted to get the bloom and onion cuz I think Rhett and Link had Oh it yeah something. and it was not good no, I didn't like it at all. We didn't we, finish it. We brought it home, and then I think it just got thrown away. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, here you go, roommates. A little no, first. I'm pretty sure Brie was really excited we brought it home. Oh, yeah, that's right. She probably ate some of it. My first and only visit to Outback Steakhouse. Wow. And will you be going back? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> and Lauren and I always love having to... Uh, share a room or an ex like an experience with people who are Strangers. obviously on their first date too. We're oh, always judging no. them real hard. <laughs> so awkward. Oh my gosh, we haven't talked about this because I keep forgetting to, but we were at the Leaky Cauldron just barely, that couple that was sitting right next to us. Did you yeah. see that guy's leg? 
No. He just like, it was so bouncy. I was like, <laughs> oh, I don't know if he just was nervous or just like had that, you know. Has ADHD or something. But I was like, buddy, the whole place is going to shake if you keep doing this. It was so you, not, you were sitting by him. Yeah, it was driving yeah. me crazy. They brought out the fish and chips and he was like, you know, British food is really hit and miss, but you can never go wrong with this. And I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> I was trying. I was like, this couple is so, like, weird. <laughs> like, they don't seem, I don't know, like, they didn't really seem comfortable together. Yeah. That is the spin-off podcast of ABTTG, is <laughs> Rachel and Lauren rank the witness. first dates. Yeah, <laughs> they witness. <laughs> witness dates in general because that probably wasn't you probably don't go to universal on your first date i mean if you live in florida and have annual passes you could okay <laughs> but you're right it's probably not i wouldn't i feel like so that conversation though I, it's got to be pretty early on in the relationship because yeah this is too awkward yeah they were awkward <laughs> okay getting back into movies though <laughs> <laughs> back to the main portion of the podcast <laughs> This is one that I couldn't decide if I wanted to zoom in or zoom out. Mm. I think we're going to zoom in. Okay. Near Elm Street. It must be Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. <laughs> Near a dumpster. I, like, literally have no idea what films even have a dumpster in them. <laughs> Um, okay, I'll just put this. In a walled complex. Using one of my... I don't even know. Okay, go ahead. In a preschool. Oh, okay. Okay. In yes. the caterpillar room. Uh, duh. In... A jail! <laughs> oh my gosh, so good. Toy Story 3. Yes! Oh my. I see. So I wanted to start out with jail, because that would throw mm, you off. It really But then would. the next one would be Caterpillar Room, yeah. so that's, that gives it away. Elm Street. I'm so mad I didn't think of that, because it's obviously right there in front of me. I had to look dumpster. up that street name, though. My, well done. So I, I, my original clue was near a sandbox instead of the walled complex. I but I was like, I can't do near a dumpster and near a sandbox. So. I liked the walled complex. That was good. Oh, I didn't tell you what my guesses were. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Near a dumpster, I said Oliver and Company because I literally just couldn't think of any <laughs> movie. Walled complex. I said the Florida Project, even though that doesn't really apply. But then preschool. Although, technically, I think it's a daycare, but... Oops. Sunnyside daycare, you're right. <laughs> Alright, I'm zooming in. East coast of the United States. New York. Okay. Brooklyn. This better not... I'm just gonna guess the same things, I guess, the last time you said <laughs> Brooklyn. <laughs> Okay. Near an elevated train track. Okay. In a white car. Okay. In the floorboard. Is there another clue or is that it? Um, I can give you a more obvious addition to that last clue. Is it French Connection? It is French Connection, oh, I was going to say. Oh, what floorboard? In a drug sack. Isn't that where they they look? In the car? Yeah, they like take apart the car. Oh, well, when you say floorboard, I think of a house's floorboards. No, like in the floorboard in the car. Like the, and they like take it all apart. Yes, I know what you mean, but that's not what my... What your brain thought? What, not what I thought of. So I was like... <laughs> Hey. <laughs> All right, tell me your guesses. Um, Jaws. <laughs> I don't know if that's on the East Coast. Where's Amity? Amity. Is it in an, It's on an island. I feel like it's 
Fictional? I always pictured it, pictured it in near California, but but people don't. There's no sharks in California. <laughs> Maybe there. Are. Um, sharks in any ocean. Then I said The Godfather and Spider Man, like last time. Mm-hmm. And then French Connection with the elevated train. Got it. I thought that you might. But then I doubted myself when you said floorboard. <laughs> Should have said subway. Doesn't get on the subway. Awkwardly talks to the man. I feel like when we first watched The French Connection, I was kind of like, meh. But over time, I think about different scenes from it, and I'm like, that was a good movie. I liked it. I know, I feel like it's one I'll have to rewatch eventually. Not (laughs) in the next year. (laughs) I didn't like it that much. (laughs) Okay. Okay, we're zooming out. Okay. One, a bunker. Ooh. Okay, I'm just gonna go with... A secret door. Oh, oh, we're zooming in. No, we're zooming out. Oh, zooming out. Okay, okay. Uh, sure. Okay. The basement. Okay. A fancy kitchen. So many kitchen clues. I know. Um. Okay, that doesn't make any sense, but I'm guessing it. Okay. A very fancy house. Thought you were gonna VFD me there for a second. Very fancy dog. It's a series of unfortunate events. Think. You'll get it on the last clue. Okay. Mm, E.T. Okay. <laughs> in the secret bunker. <laughs> what in the? No, 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 no. My last oh. clue is. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what? No, I was saying, what a trippy movie this is. <laughs> It's never ending a zoom. <laughs> Korea. Oh, duh. Oh my gosh, what an idiot. It's Parasite. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so mad. Duh. Okay, so Bunker, I said Gallipoli. I was like convinced it was a war movie. And then Secret Door, I said Shawshank Redemption. Basement. I was saying Doctor Strangelove because then I was like, this is a Cold War movie. You can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> and then Fancy Kitchen. Fan of the opera, inexplicably. <laughs> There's no kitchen. <laughs> Very Fancy House E.T. I really was just like, I can't waste any more time just thinking. Ugh, I need to rewatch Parasite. How many times have I said that on this podcast? All right, this is a zoom in. We're going to start in Japan. Mm. Wait, oh, I have to write on my guess. I was just like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> uh, should I go with the obvious one? Yeah, I will. Okay. Okay. Tokorozawa City. Okay. In Sayama Hills. Okay. In a forest. Okay. On a farm. Okay. In a cat bus. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I did it. All along. <laughs> Did you guess it on the first one? No, I guess screwed oh. it away first, then Grave of the Fireflies, then Grave of the Fireflies again, and then my neighbor Totoro. In forest, okay. And I did not remember it was on a farm, but I stuck with it because I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> Cat bus! <laughs> Cat bus, gave it away. Hate that bus. <laughs> okay, I'll do this one, and then if you don't get it, I have an alternate version. Oh my gosh. Okay, one. A diamond exhibit. Okay. A museum. We're zooming out. Okay. Okay. Nearby a cardboard box. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Oh no. Nearby a home with a room for let. Okay, let me think. Um, okay. In England, on Earth. This is not helping me. Okay, Okay. I'll give you the second version, which is a different. Oh, oh yeah. Let me have a guess. Um, England. Have I seen this film? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, my final guess. Um, let me just do the second set, okay. which is a different film, but it's the same universe. 
Okay. Okay, so don't let that confuse you, but just focus on this one. Okay. One, a vegetable garden. Is it um, a waltz and grommet? Oh, duh, it's um, the trousers one. No, yeah, it's, that's okay. the, the diamond exhibit was yes. the wrong trousers. Okay, the wrong trousers. Ugh. I'll Did the vegetable up. garden give you that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I should have, I should have just done the were rabbit from the beginning because that's the one you know better. Um, a diamond. I said not at the museum. Museum. I said Mission Impossible. Cardboard box. I said National Treasure because that is a cardboard <laughs> box. Home with a room for Lent. Oh my gosh, it all makes sense now. It's so cute. I said Pride and Prejudice because I was like, it sounds like a weird British show. <laughs> And England, I said Sherlock Holmes. And then Earth, I didn't even have a guess. There's a lot of things on Earth. Um, Wait, do you also... want me to tell you the other clues? For oh, the... yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are it? Vegetable garden, the top floor, Tottington house. Oh, yeah, I would definitely have gone it. A field with rabbits in it. Near a house with a man and a dog. <laughs> <laughs> in England! <laughs> That's what's supposed to get more obvious. <laughs> Those are so big. <laughs> I mean, a man and a dog. It's That's true. The point of the whole show. Oh, 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 Wallace and Gromit. I was thinking of Ray Fine's character. His weirdo. Oh, no. Oh, I forgot about his dog. <laughs> Number one is a pitcher's mound. We're zooming out. Sonic. <laughs> Number two is a baseball diamond. Yeah, I could have guessed that. <laughs> Number three is a resort. A baseball diamond in a resort? In Disney World? <laughs> okay. Number four is at the Lava Springs Country Club. Okay. You ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. Number five is Southern Utah, filmed in, but supposed to be New Mexico. Okay. Number six is hypothetically, technically... Near East High. But oh, okay! Alright, what's your answer? High School Musical 2? Yes! <laughs> yes! I got that on the fifth then. Very good. Um, my first guess was Sandlot. Mm. And then I guessed that again. Then I said Wii Sports Resort. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was the baseball diamond on the resort. And then... Caddyshack, even though that has nothing to do with baseball. <laughs> and then I said High School Musical too. Well done. This was a uh, contribution by a Flame Tree fellow cast member. I was on break and making my list of movies I wanted to do, and I was like, "Hey guys, give me a movie." And someone was like, <laughs> "High School Musical too," and I was like, "Done." <laughs> <laughs> Quality cinema, right there. <laughs> okay, right. ready. This is a zoom in. Okay. USA. The way you said that makes me want to pick some Olympics film. <laughs> um, don't know why I'm really struggling over this one. <laughs> Must get it right from USA. Good to go. In, in the state of New York. Ah, finally there's New York clue from you. There's so many New York movies. I know. In the New York City. <laughs> Wow, thanks. <laughs> in West Manhattan. That was from some research. Okay. In a dance hall. Okay. Behind the bleachers. Oh, is it West Side Story? Yeah! Oh. I should have said, like, nearby. Uh, I don't know. No, that was good. That was good. USA, I said the birds. <laughs> New York, I said the Godfather, even though there's no way either of us are going to pick the Godfather for one of these. New York City, I went with Oliver and Company, because I'm really just hoping it made that deep of an impression on you. You know it. West Manhattan, I said Annie Hall. Does Annie Hall even take place in New York? I don't know that it does. I feel like it's in multiple places. Like it, there's a park in California, but I think they traveled to California from somewhere else. Okay, dance hall. I said taxi driver because 
Don't you know oh. that that scene? Uh. There's not one. <laughs> <laughs> but then behind the bleachers. Here's the next one for you. We're starting off in Europe. Europa. Mm-hmm. All right, Kay. going to Italy. Okay. <gasps> going into an Italian villa. An isolated Italian villa, I guess I should say. Okay. That is uh, nearby or on a land filled with landmines. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Zooming into monastery ruins. I don't remember that. And finally zooming into a makeshift hospital bed. Yeah. (laughs) Zooming into Voldemort's face. (laughs) Your guess? The English patient. You're correct. Did you remember that happens in Italy? I remember um, when you said the landmines, I was like, oh yeah, English patient. Yeah. I completely forgot that the present day, or like the beginning of the movie, takes place in Italy. By the beginning yeah. of the movie, I mean the contemporary. Uh, isn't the nurse Italian? I think she's French, isn't she? Or she, oh, at least yeah, she speaks yeah. French. Yeah. I guessed that Owen Wilson movie <laughs> was my first guess for Europe. <laughs> Oh, uh, Midnight in Paris. Yeah. And then I guess Life is Beautiful two times. Oh. And then The English Patient. Well done. Okay, I think this is my last one. Okay, ready? We're zooming in. Okay. America. <laughs> okay. Because uh, you would never, ever pick to do this movie, so. Okay, I'm going to modify my clue so it is the East Coast. Okay. Did you say Philadelphia's or Pennsylvania's on the East Coast? Okay. Me neither. <laughs> Rip Rocky guess. <laughs> oh. Uh, I mean, maybe some people see that, but I'm just saying that's not the direction right. you should go. Okay. 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 I'm good. In a forest. Ooh. Okay. Nearby a river. Okay. Zooming into a tree. Mm-hmm. Zooming into ripples. <laughs> what about them? <laughs> Pocahontas. Yeah. I guessed one America. I said being John Malkovich. <laughs> no! <laughs> I was like, was it America? But America Vespucci. It would have all checked out. They would be calling it that by that point. Okay. Uh, East Coast, I said, on the waterfront. Mm. Forest is... I got Pocahontas. Good job. Um, Okay, here's yours. South America. Okay. Brazil. Mm. Okay. Rio de Janeiro. Okay. Zooming into a mansion. Uh, uh, I do not know what movies are in Brazil. I forgot that this takes place in Brazil. Don't worry, you'll. I think you'll get it the farther we zoom in. Uh, zooming into the basement. Okay. Zooming into the wine cellar. I can give you another hint if you needed me to. Um, I'm just trying to remember what it's called. Is it a Cary Grant movie? It is. Named Devlin? Yes. <laughs> Notorious! Good That's job! It. You got it! I was gonna I had say. to go through the files of my brain. <laughs> It's a Nazi wine cellar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't get it to the last one. Well done. I didn't. I wouldn't have been able to either because I completely forgot that it all. I like am so thinking about it being a World War Two movie that I forget that it takes place in yeah, South America. I forgot. I, I totally thought it took place in Germany. So <laughs> I thought it took place in England. <laughs> Yay locations! <laughs> uh, that was fun though. I. I enjoyed making the list and guessing. Once I figured out how to make the list. I think some of my favorites were like Parasite and Toy Story 3 when the whole time I'm like, what is this? And then looking back, (laughs) it's like, oh my gosh, it's so obvious. It's so fun. So well done. And I feel like this gave us a chance to kind of do movies that are not necessarily 
ones we frequent on the the podcast hopefully it was enjoyable to listen to i don't know it was fun for us and at the end of the day that's why we do this podcast so i know are any of them less fun to listen to <laughs> good point <laughs> <laughs> okay so now we're going to do our film club recap let's go ahead and have you announce the next one just so that if people haven't seen this movie and don't want to be spoiled there's no reason for them to continue listening so you can go ahead after this announcement and turn it off so you're not spoiled um, because we will be discussing doubt in all its unfiltered glory. <laughs> wow. Makes it sound like it was rated R. No, I just mean that. <laughs> rated X. <laughs> and that we just will uh, not be holding back on any plot points. So, May's film will be Pride and Prejudice from 2005. Okay, I had a reaction that I kept to myself, but I will, <laughs> I will watch this one. You can um, watch it with me. When I come, maybe we can watch it together. Okay. Now um, I'm just realizing though that I'm gonna have to write a, an essay on Pride and Prejudice. It makes me want to cry a little bit. <laughs> my evil plan is working. <laughs> I know you already made a snide comment about Pride and Prejudice during the <laughs> podcast, and I was like. She has no idea. No, this will be good. I, I know that you really like this one, and I will try and have an open mind about it. Um, okay, so for all those of you who have not seen Doubt and wish to remain spoiler-free, thank you for listening to our podcast, and we'll see you next time. Take the words out of my mouth, PJ, for you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, for the rest of you who either do not care about spoilers, or have watched the film, or whatever, we're gonna go ahead and jump right in. So technically, since I picked this film, you can go ahead and give your reaction, even though this was not necessarily a new film for you. Yeah, I liked it a lot better the second time. Mm. And I think it's because I am a huge Meryl Streep fan right now. (laughs) (laughs) After we watched Sophie's Choice, I'm like, she is the queen of acting. (laughs) Oh my gosh, no, it's so true. When I watched this, I was like, she just could nail accents so well. Yes, and... I remember the first time not liking her because she's not supposed to be a likable character. And this mm-hmm. time I was like, yes, she is the Batman of the school. Like she is swooping down in her black cape and saving the children. And she will not stand down for anybody. And she is amazing. And I've loved her so much. She was she was the, her- the hero for me. Famously this movie doesn't give any sort of resolution or clear answer do you have any feelings towards the matter was he guilty was he not i think he's guilty Mm. the second time i watched it because why if she had lied and he fell for it like she, she says i talked to a nun and he freaks out right but she didn't and so why would he have freaked out if he had nothing to hide Mm hmm or what if he's just trying to protect someone, though? Protect who? Some other incident that happened, or... I don't know, because nah. he, he tried so hard to protect... Uh, what's his name? The little boy from... Dun- Duncan. Yeah, from being taken off of the altar boys, if that story is true. Anyway. Um, and then also, just since... We watched it the first time. I've seen Spotlight now. Yeah. No, and there's been all these other... But, I mean, the person who wrote that could be playing off of the fact that there were all these other cases mm-hmm. to make it more likely, but mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily make it true in that specific situation. But Right. No, but, I... And the fact that I loved Meryl Streep so much, I was like, of course she's right. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, yeah, so this one I saw in my film class, um, and then I watched it with you, and I watched it with them, so it's the first, the fourth time, the first time I've watched it, (laughs) the fourth time I've seen it, and I remember sometimes I go in and I just, like, watch it to watch it, and the first time I was, like, with Meryl Streep the whole way, I was convinced he was guilty, and just, like, yeah, there's no doubt, even though the movie's called Doubt, and then... (laughs) I think when I either watched it with you or with Deb, I was like, I'm going to go into this believing everything that he says and, like, just taking it at face value and, like, that is, he's 
and and when you watch it like you can see he does such a good job of like if someone was accusing you of this and you were like purely innocent and everything was on board and everything like that like you would kind of have these reactions and like snide comments and yeah and she is this like you know strict strict person so never deviates and and doesn't allow for so anything. unforgiving yeah. yes that and, and you can see where so he, one-sided like, single-minded yes where he is like trying to be warm and open and comforting and accepting and so i think like that's the point of the movie in some ways is like there isn't an answer to this and and you don't find out and i love that because every time i watch it it can be a slightly different movie and oh my gosh when i was watching it this time early it was like oh this is such a good movie this is like in one of my top favorite films of all time i just i love the setup i love how we're introduced to the characters like it is so masterfully done from his sermon and you see sister james like just piously like taking it in and then you see sister aloysius only from the back and how like she is like this like the, i don't know this this presence that just overwhelms and disciplines everybody during mass like when <laughs> i don't know if she should not be focusing on other people she should be paying attention to father flynn but um i just absolutely love whenever like it's obviously it's a play um but i love the the director didn't just like add in a bunch of unnecessary scenes like my favorite scene by far is when the three of them are in the office for the first time and it is kind of coming out and they're talking about like frosty the snowman and everything like (laughs) just the small power plays that are going on and like the subtle things that they're playing on and oh it's just delicious like i can watch that scene over and over again and never get sick of it it's just again i think the performances by everyone are just top of the line. Did you miss uh, research all the Oscar wins? Do you know if this won? I think it, I don't think it won any. It was nominated for like every acting category. Okay. But, and it was nominated for best picture. Um, but I don't think it actually won anything. Won any Oscars, but it's still very impressive. Nominated for five Oscars. So okay. Didn't win any. And yeah, four acting award nominations yeah. for Meryl Streep, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Amy Adams, and Viola Davis. Which for like a ten-minute performance. Yes, <laughs> but like still one of the standout scenes in the whole film. Mm-hmm. Like so ugh. talented, so so good. And I just I love Sister Aloysius's character. Like, mm-hmm. even the parts that you're supposed to hate about her. Like, mm-hmm. the wind that keeps bothering her and her windows staying open and the ballpoint pen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just... That's the thing. It's such a serious film on so many levels, yet it's still very lighthearted and has these moments of levity that... And arguing over Frosty the Snowman. How yes. <laughs> pagan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running down intolerance. It's my. <laughs> it's just so good. And yes, like that scene when he comes in and sits at her desk and she's mm-hmm. like so upset at that and power move. You feel that, like, ooh. Yeah, like, ooh, she have done that. <laughs> it's so good. Sit um, in the master's chair. <laughs> Pet the pooch. <laughs> um, so when I first this is my first Meryl film actually um whoa yeah I hadn't seen Mamma Mia like I don't I hadn't seen really anything that she had been in prior and I remember just being like oh Amy Adams is doing a great job and so is this other guy like I didn't even register that Meryl Streep was like an actress I was like and it just like she was so in character and so good that I was just like yeah this is just sister Aloysius she doesn't exist outside of this film. <laughs> um, but my favorite part is the very end when they're yeah. in the snow and the first Noel is playing. 
when I watched this and it was like in a theater classroom, you know, and she says like, I have such doubts and just starts crying. I was just crying and I was like, I don't know why I'm crying right now. And I was talking to Catherine about it this past week where I was like, I can't tell you why it made me so emotional. And like, they play the first Noel at the very beginning, like the choir singing it, the children's choir. And when I was watching it this time, I was like, don't cry, don't cry. (laughs) But I think it's because it's just like such intense vulnerability that you have never seen from her before. Her performance as an actress, like, I don't know. I feel like when someone's really into their character, it, like, it gives the emotion to you also. Yeah. So, like, her desperation and her sorrow is, like, translated to the viewer because she's she's doing so amazing. Yes. And I love that it's not explicitly stated what she has doubts about. Like, is it Mm -hmm. doubts about the situation that she just encountered with Father Flynn? Is it doubts about... Religion, religion or yeah like her standing is principle like oh so good that scene the whole movie I'm just like I love it and then that scene comes and I'm like mm, okay this is the best <laughs> <laughs> so excellent I could talk about it forever but let's if you don't have any other things to say let's head over to what our listeners have just doing a quick scan of the polls Um, favorite characters were Sister Veronica. That's the one who's going blind. Oh, yeah, I loved her. (laughs) My Um, my other favorite quote is when they're randomly talking about the chow mein noodles, and she says, I love the noodles. I like their crunch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, also, I I love your letterboxed review of... (laughs) (laughs) starting to think you punch people because that part really is so funny <laughs> i know and it shows like how sarcastic she can be and then sister james is like no i'm not yes like so <laughs> people so innocent and kind almost to this naive level oh but i just love her relationship with her students too like when she's starting to follow mm-hmm. sister aloysius's line of teaching and then like and snaps at the boy and he starts crying and she's like this is not who I am you know like I did yes even though I think largely this film is about Aloysius versus Father Flynn these other characters are also so important and have their own stories going on as well okay sorry back to this favorite scenes a lot of people picked the frosty the snowman scene (laughs) um and another popular one was uh, Father Flynn's Sermon on Doubt at the very beginning, which is such a good setup for the whole film. Mm-hmm. And then also when Sister Aloysius was listening to the transistor radio, she confiscated. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Okay. Um, the connection. Did you have a guess for why I picked this one? Catholicism? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't a very deep connection. I just, I have a list of films that, like, I, I could consider. And when I was watching it, I was, like, watching El Postino. I was listing through them. And, like, right at that moment was the Catholic priest. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to do doubt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but some people said suspicions and assumptions based on feeling, not fact. One of the main characters doubting themselves. But Jill got it right on the head. The Catholic Church. So... Yeah, I was watching it with her, and she she was like, it's just going to be Catholics. And I was like, Mom, keep your ideas to yourself. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, She said, there was a priest in Il Postino, and obviously priests and nuns in doubt. At the start, there's a boy on a bicycle with a newspaper. (laughs) And also, Sister Aloysius says her husband was killed in Italy, which is where Il Postino was set. Oh, very action. Yeah, well done. Ratings, we have a 5, 3.5, 4, and 4.5. And as far as the rankings, Doubt did not... Oh, Doubt tops the list of somebody's ranking. Doubt, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Loving Vincent Il Postino. Um, But it looks like Fantastic Mr. Fox is staying in the lead so far. Do you Can you rank the four films we've watched? Yeah, I'd say Fantastic Mr. Fox first. Of course I'll pick my films. <laughs> sure, yeah, that's fine. Because they're my my babies. Yeah. 
So yeah, Fantastic Mr. Fox, El Postino, then Loving Vincent, then well, actually I think I'd put Doubt ahead of Loving Vincent. Yeah, valid. I think I'd go Doubt, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Il Postino, Loving Vincent. All right, let's jump into these reviews. This one's from Jill. I watched Doubt for April's Movie Club, and I liked it better than I thought I would. Yay! Yay. I expected that the acting would be incredible, and I wasn't disappointed. All the main characters and minor ones did an amazing job. (laughs) When I was first reading this, I thought it was going to be like, I expected the acting would be incredible, and it wasn't. And I was going to be like, (laughs) oh no! (laughs) I was like, I am a much better actress than these people. (laughs) I feel like if I were smarter, I would have picked up on lots more symbols and themes, but I did like how the film had a very bleak and gray feeling to it. It took place at the end of fall when the leaves had fallen and it's cold, but there isn't any snow yet. It felt a little like the feeling of doubt waiting and uncertain and uncomfortable. But there was also lots of black and white with the nuns and priest robes. The two main characters had their black slash white view and stuck with it. I like my movies to be resolved, so it was a bummer that they never told you whether or not he was guilty, but that's very true to life. I think he was guilty because I feel like you have to trust your initial feeling that something isn't right, and I thought that none James, Sister James, <laughs> <laughs> none James to those who are close, <laughs> had the initial feeling and then let herself be convinced otherwise. But I also think it's good to try and get the facts before you pass judgment. It's just too bad there weren't more facts. Why didn't Nun James talk to the boy? She was so nice and he may have opened up to her. A good thought-provoking movie. I'm glad I watched it. Thanks for the recommendation. Yay! That's a much more favorable review than I expected. I know. Truly. And Jill, and also many of you, you guys are always like, well, I don't, I'm probably missing so much symbolism here. And I'm like, no, all of you are film critics unto your own and have lots to contribute so stop bashing yourselves and your doubting oh (laughs) how on brand because yeah i loved the the that black and white imagery that's showing up in both symbolically and uh literally so excellent review thank you jill next one's going to come from george he says meryl streep's riveting performance alone makes the movie worth watching Every word, every look, every action has nuanced and powerful meaning. The film is so well cast and photographed, I found myself stopping to write down quotes, but it is not a fun film, nor is it meant to be an enjoyable ride. Although the story may seem simple, it deals with complex and messy issues, and doubt made me uncomfortable questioning my own own interpretation of others' actions and motivations. Am I too trusting? So I guess it did it, it, well, so I guess it did its job. I want to believe Father Flynn, kind, unassuming, and genuine, is completely innocent. But even with the evil, cruel, and contr- evil in quotes, cruel and controlling Sister Aloysius, who I want to hate, casting the accusations, making those accusations seem victi- vindictive and motivated by envy, bitterness, and jealousy, can one be sure? Very good. Yes, wrapping up kind of in more succinct terms what we were talking about at the beginning of mm. based on character traits alone, who you kind of like. And I think it's interesting at the beginning, Father Flynn is depicted as this, in one way, as like this kind priest. And you see Sister Aloysius as this like so strict and unforgiving and unbending. And then as the story progresses and like at dinner time, you see, oh my gosh, she's taking care of um, this other nun who's, who's going blind and she's protecting her kind of against the structure of the school and church. And then you also see Father Flynn, like, laughing uproariously in this, like, kind of uncomfortable story, and he's being a little bit rude. And so it's interesting to see how they're presented, and then throughout the story, the cracks in the facades of how they were presented. So, oh, so good. I love this movie. <laughs> That's not been <laughs> abundantly stated. Kim said, I enjoyed the movie and thought the acting was incredible. It was thought-provoking, and I liked the way it was filmed. Sometimes the weather elements felt overly hyperbolic, like when the leaves are swirling around Merrill or when there's thunderclaps at the right moment. Philip Seymour gave just the right amount of a creepy vibe. So Kim is team Aloysius, obviously. No Um, creepies for Kim. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then Catherine 
said, first off, both parties, Father Flynn and Sister Aloysius, were flawed. I found myself seeing strengths and weaknesses about both of them. Father Flynn was definitely likable, except for his fingernails. Um, she said, long fingernails give me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> and seemed to represent a very human, compassionate, but also slightly creepy and flawed person. His sermon on doubt at the beginning was my favorite, but he talked rudely about women, the whole she's fat scene when he was laughing with the other men. And she says, I was never convinced he was wholly innocent. Sister Aloysius was definitely meant to be unlikable, but I, she also saw some redeeming factors, like trying to protect the blind nun and Donald. Donald, that's his name, not Duncan. Of course, you could argue she was just trying to oust Father Flynn since he threatened her sense of order and control. But I also felt there were moments she was truly trying to make sure nothing happened to Donald and remove any further threats of molestation to children. Overall, I felt the whole thing was very intriguing and well-acted. She said, I think I actually liked Father Flynn least because he was nice, but also slightly creepy, and I saw more development and depth in Sister Aloysius. Her referring to having done wrong things in her past and breaking down at the end of the movie about her doubts. She was just an interesting character to me, and also pretty hilarious at parts, like listening to the radio she confiscated. I can see lots of people disliking her for being strict, controlling, and hypocritical, but maybe I just relate to trying to protect what you see as good. And again, her breaking down at the end just made her more human. The other actors were great too. Donald, his mother, Sister James. And then, see, here is exactly what I'm saying. She said, I'm sure there's a lot more symbolism and depth and imagery I'm missing, but those are just some of my thoughts on characters. You had a lot of great symbolism and depth and imagery already in your review. So, my dear Capo Regimes, please stop well second-guessing yourselves because we love your reviews. So that's going to be it for Doubt, another one in the books. Um... We are going to be sending out information about Il Postino pins, hopefully soon. Enjoy watching Pride and Prejudice. As you will. <laughs> I'm sure, I feel like a lot of people have seen this one. Maybe. So enjoy rewatching. Sure. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Just I don't know which one, which of my family members have seen it or not. So. Well, my mom has seen it. <laughs> <laughs> You took the words right out of my mouth, PJ. Okay. Bless you, Jill. Rachel says bless you. Oh no, it's the last page. <laughs> <laughs> I started on the last page, idiot. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> you did that on purpose. Oh, did you hear that? <laughs> yes, just cracked. <laughs> oh, I thought it was your back. <laughs> oh, my hips. <laughs> oh, my lips. We're so old. <laughs> Zoom sucks. <laughs>